This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. And good afternoon, everybody. Happy long weekend. I don't know what you're up to, but we are here at the Zoomerplex and live. This is Consignment Heroes. It's a show all about stuff, identifying weird old stuff, finding out what weird old stuff is worth, selling it, and getting rich off of weird old stuff. We have a guy in studio who's found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff. You know him from Storage Wars Canada. You know him from A&E's Northern Treasures. You know him from this show on Zoomer Radio, Consignment Heroes. His name is Paul Kenny, and he's here to take your calls. If you have a rare or interesting item, maybe it's an heirloom that you've been uh, passing down through the generations and you're curious about what its value is. Maybe it's an old painting, an old vase, an old figurine, an old plate set. Who knows what it is? An old treasure chest. Maybe you're just doing some spring cleaning and you find some old signs or advertising in your basement and you're wondering if they're worth any money. Chances are, they could be. So whether it's gold, silver, fine china, figurines, sports cards, other sports memorabilia, autographs, antiques, old televisions, record players, radios, eight tracks, vintage toys, jewelry, or coins, you can call this show and talk to a real-life expert. Again, he has found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically identifying value that other people overlook. His name is Paul Kenny, and he's live in studio. How are you, man? Ahead of, time, ahead of the times right now. Yeah, what do you mean that we got? We're starting the hour early. We're starting early. I'm it's in lo- shock. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Usually we're we're starting late because there's so much going on. But it's a long weekend. Everyone's gone. If I, oh, I should say, by the way, if you're one of these people you're driving around, maybe you've just hit some yard sales. You're wondering if you've got some winners. Maybe you've been waiting to sell something or a big collection of silver spoons. Who knows what you've got? Our phone number is four one six three six zero zero seven forty. That's four one six. 3600740 If you're out of town don't worry we've got a toll free number for you you can call 18667404740 Yeah that's actually funny you say that Yesterday at my garage sale we had a, okay you know it rained yesterday okay we've been building up to this garage sale <laughs> in Hamilton right? In Hamilton You're doing an estate sale there You're doing an estate yeah. sale It ended up being an inside the house sale okay so what we're doing So uh it's funny it's, Three people came in with things that they bucked up at garage sales and asked me the price on, which was kind of neat. Everyone wants to know they did well. They did, yeah. But I'm sitting there. No, so we actually, now what we're doing, we're having the garage sale and the estate, the house sale tomorrow as well. I can't have it today because I can't be here and there at the same time. That's a problem. So at 8 o'clock tomorrow on to about 2 o'clock, we have the rest of the stuff in this house. And I have thousands of toys left. I have books. I have records. I have uh, some dolls, not many dolls. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I have 240 dolls, 
forgot about dolls. Yes, they're all in, great. You know those ones you buy on the home shop, like the porcelain dolls you bought in the seventies. Yeah, and they, what is it? They sit upright and their eyes open. Oh yeah, and my heart drops. I go, it's haunted. Yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. So I've got they sell them for like a hundred dollars, ninety dollars, one twenty nine. We're selling them between five and twenty dollars, and if you buy a lot. I'm going to give you a heck of a deal. Tomorrow it's a great is- deal. We've all been there. I need a bunch of China porcelain dolls. <laughs> yeah, I need I need 40 for tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I, and you have to take them all. We have dolls. We have uh, the records. We have tchotchkes all over the place. I have an accordion. I have trumpets. I have, uh, it just I think about, oh, puzzles. I can't believe how many puzzles. I, we sold 40 puzzles. Jigsaw puzzles? Jigsaw puzzles. Okay. And there's got there's a whole room full of jigsaw puzzles. There's a whole room full of just pictures and prints, and I am a motivated seller tomorrow. I am super motivated. If someone comes on, there will be very few deals, offers I'm going to refuse. That's the best way to put it. It's at 20 Crockett Street in Hamilton. That's on the up, up by the mountain. It runs Crockett. It runs between Upper Sherman and Upper Gage. Okay. And it's come there. Like There was 40 people. In the rain yesterday, there was 40 people, but we could only them in the house four at a time. Because this was a, a house that's just stacked with stuff. Right, yeah, stacked yeah, yeah. You with can't stuff. have people just yeah. wandering about on their own. Yeah, I sold all the tri- I had 12 trunks yesterday, I sold them. I have, if someone wants rain barrels, I got 20 of them. I'm selling them at, the ones that sell for $90. This I'm is a lot $10. of stuff. How big is this house? It's not that it's big, but it's stacked to the ceiling. Gotcha. And it has an outside shed, and it's got tools. Like, I was selling shovels and spades and stuff yesterday for a dollar. Okay, so this is good. So this happens when you do a yard sale, or we're going to have to talk about Christie's uh, yeah. auction, because that's another weather-pending situation. So you have a big estate sale on Saturday, but it's raining all day. No one wants to leave their house. So now you've bumped a second day yeah. to tomorrow. So everyone listening, you go, I don't know what I'm going to do with my day off. I'm going to rearrange my closet, wash my hair. I don't know. Go down to Hamilton. And what's the number on Crockett Street? It's 20 Crockett. Crockett's only a small little street. Okay. It's up in the mountain. Everyone in Hamilton's up by the mountain. It's up by the hospital. Okay. Well, and I like think I people say, just GPS it, too. Yeah. For, yeah. But and if they bring kids, I had a lot of kids yesterday. They're, they're, the parents brought in the kids, and we had gave them dolls and stuff like that. And I have prints, and I have a lot of stuff. You sound overwhelmed. Yeah. I, well, one person bought five sewing machines. I still have four or five knitting machines. I have knitting stuff. I have stuff. A knitting machine. Not often I come up with stuff I did. Like, this was a sale. It was so jammed up that people were bringing me stuff that I didn't know I owned in this sale. Weird. Okay. So they, uh, I found this thing. I found this. I and found you said, this. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't know I was here. Oh, yeah, sure, that's yeah. kind of cool. You know. All right. A couple of things I actually put away, so I'm not selling that. So everything must go, and now there's yeah. an extra day you have tomorrow to shoot out to Hamilton. And if yeah. you've been tantalized by any of the items you've been talking about, go and get a deal. It's just worth coming by. It, it'd be entertaining to go into this house and see what someone else. Is the house for sale? No, the house is gone. If this, if I was still doing a TV show, this would be a TV show, what I did in this house. Okay. Okay? Okay. If I was still doing one, this would have been perfect for a TV show because there was so much weird stuff. And everyone was having a good time. Dealers were buying. Uh, people were buying trunks full of stuff and bought. Like I had, take, you want one item out of the box? I said, no, take the whole box for another dollar. That's how I was selling stuff yesterday. And so- I still loaded up. But like you say, well, we're going to give whatever's left. I hope there's nothing left. We're going to go to Christie. 
And we got to talk about Christy. Christy is the show. Christy is the show for Southern Ontario. Yeah. It is a huge outdoor auction. What is it? A zillion acres. It's like the Woodstock of antiques. It is. Yeah. You know, that's the best way to put it. It's the Woodstock of antiques. It's an outdoor show. It's over on, I don't know, I think 100 acres or something. I know, but we shouldn't say Woodstock because it's in Dundas and Woodstock's just down the road, right? It's confusing. Not but I know what you mean. It's like the okay. rock and roll experience of Woodstock. I'm just saying, when you get out to that area, it gets confusing. It's in Dundas, Ontario. It's in yeah. Dundas. It's on just west of Highway uh, 6 on Highway 5. 1000 Highway 5 West in Dundas, Ontario. Now, that's okay. And you got to it's from 8 until, it's next Saturday, from 8 until 5, rain or shine. If it's shining out, you'll get, it's just a beautiful way to spend the day and look at antiques and buy stuff. Right, and, and it's just a great day. Ten thousand, you, you, and ten thousand of your closest friends will be there, right. buying antiques. That's why you have to come early to get some of the best deals. If it's raining, there'll be really, really good deals. That's a buyer's market. That's a buyer's market. Yeah, but it's it's a place where you know the customer. A lot of our clients are listening to find out what their stuff's worth. As much as I hate, I love them to call call me about it. But one way to find out what your stuff's worth is to go to a place like this and see what people are actually selling it for. Mm. Okay? And there's deals. There's some people. You'll see the exact same mine. One guy will have it for $20. One guy will have it for $75. That's you true. Know? Yeah. I bought yeah, a, yeah. I got something at one of those sales last week to have $2,000 item for $20. Right. And it's yeah. worth going. I mean, I think I got a pie. I think the only thing I bought last year was like a pie and like some food. But it was amazing to walk around. Food. Yeah, but you still, even you learned something. You learned that you don't want to climb. I don't, I don't remember. What did I learn? You it didn't don't. stick with me. What was it? What did I you learn? You probably learned you don't want to collect anything. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. No, I remember the big takeaway last year was that I couldn't believe how many people, like for me, the hot item that everyone wanted was um, shutters, outdoor, oh, yeah. outdoor window shutters. So they'd be green or yellow or sun bleached. And people were, I saw dozens of people, proud new owners of 70-year-old window shutters. And I asked a couple, what is the plan? Why are you so excited? They go, well, I'm going to hang it inside my living room wall. It's like a wall hanger yeah. fixture. And we'll put a curtain over or a curtain rod. And I don't know what's going on. But fashion shabby trends. Chic. Yeah, yeah. Shabby chic. And it's very, but who knows what it'll be this year. It's no. sort of remarkable. No, when you get something like that, and it's authentically done like that, you can tell the difference between someone who's taken an item and painted it and trying to make it rustic. Yeah. It just doesn't look the same. It looks like something you buy from Walmart, okay? No, but when you buy it, when it's authentically done, it's been left out in the rain for 40 years. We actually yeah. sold shutters and windows yesterday. Of course you did. I, I don't. Did. Who are these people? No, and they were very happy. <laughs> I still have some shutters left because in this basement, we didn't get to the back corners of this basement. Okay, I found a bench that I know at Christie. Do you mean a workbench or a... No, I've got a workbench, yeah, but I've got a It'd be bench. like a deacon's chair or like a yeah, bench bench? Just like a, an yeah. ordinary bench okay, yeah. that I know will be the first thing out of my booth. Really? It's going to, oh, it's, it's got the color, it's got the paint, it's got everything right going for it. Someone's going to say, ten of my listeners have already got places they want to put that. Oh, all right, I, so you're I, it's that kind of, it's designers. That's the other thing that goes to Christie. All the designers are going there. It's ten to six, like I say. There's our booth is Z thirty five. When you're when you're talking about designers, you're talking about um, like like uh, interior designers. Interior, yeah, designers. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Because yeah. it just takes one one vintage coffee table to pull a whole room together and yeah. give it that authenticity. That's true. Yeah, Christie is where you find that one of a kind item, not not a craft one of a kind item. That yeah. item, some of the items that are Christie, they don't we don't appreciate it because of our antique heritage here. 
it might be the last surviving one of that thing. Even though they made millions, most of the other ones have been melted or crushed or, or put in the garbage. Yeah. And it's that one thing that's going to bring you back to your childhood, yeah. okay, that you're going to say, I remember my grandpa having one sitting on this bench every day. Yes, I remember it. I bought it. It was a strawberry rhubarb pie. They also <laughs> sell food there. Um, I was going to say, okay. but if you're trying to picture what it is, it's a big open field with big, yeah. huge white circus tents for the most yeah. part. You had one of the biggest ones last year, and I could not believe how many people were flowing through there, man. Oh, yeah. So it's a big party. So you're wrapping up this estate sale getting set for Christie's next weekend. And the details are, again, you go next Saturday. It's in yep. Dundas, Ontario. It's like the Woodstock of antique shows. Yeah. And it's going to be a good time. And free admission? No, free parking. Free parking. But I think admission is there. But kids are admitted free. Okay. And I don't know about dogs and stuff. But go to the Christie website. You just go Christie Antique Show Spring. Go on the computer. Find it. Okay, right after you've after you've listened to our podcast, don't we do a podcast on TV on mm-hmm. radio? Yeah. After they go and see our show next week when we have our podcast on, go to the Christie um, website right after that, mm-hmm. and you'll find out all the information we just missed. Yeah, and it's also like there's also like you get the chance to wheel and deal a little oh, bit. Yeah. You, you know, I'll offer you this, and you know, how can you charge that? I got five kids to feed. Give me a little discount, that sort of thing. Because yep. you can't do it at the Best Buy, that's for sure. No, you know what I mean? No. You can't do it at uh, the Bay. But all my prices are pre-haggled. To save you say time that. And, you say save, that. To save time and energy. Right. I try and get the best. I, my, my, I do my pricing is price to go. I don't go never, never pricing. Well, you, you, I was going to say, at, at, your, at your store, which is located at 10,341 Young Street, how many people actually do the walk-away move? I'll pay this much, or I'm walking away. How many of them actually pull that move? I they try, and I say that's a valiant effort. That's an amateur move. I know about that move. I'm Come walking on, walking away. Yeah. Not even gonna look back. They do do it though. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I've <laughs> like had the best. Think, everyone always thinks it's gonna bring their competitor to their knees. No, but you should do it. Actually, it's not the worst thing because, and if a guy offers you a higher price, some guy offers you two hundred dollars, and then you walk away, and he offers you three hundred. Yeah. Don't walk away. Run away. Because that person didn't give you the fair, fair price in the beginning. No, no, no. But that's that's yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. That's the type of that's that's an idiot thing, though. If it's just about the money, why get personal about it? Oh yeah. What you're saying, if you walk away and then the guy raises his bid, still stick it to him? Oh no, don't. Walk oh, you're away. okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see that what you're guy saying. Was robbing you at the beginning. Deal with honest. But people. then that's holding it against him. Isn't it just the money? I don't know. Like that's how I feel. Like some people are so passionate about the barter, it becomes this whole social transaction. It's oh, like, I know. Isn't it just dollars? I don't get it. But when gold and silver, you know what it is. Well, gold and silver. There's not a lot of wiggle room there. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Gold and silver. I, I should qualify that. Gold and I silver. I see what you're saying. So if yeah. somebody on a on a part where there is no debate, if they came in low, walk away. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Anyway, do you want to take some calls? We have to. Yeah. We're also going to get a lot of mad people. And I get calls on Monday. I couldn't get oh, no. through. Oh, no. Yeah. That, that, I was going to say, sometimes the phone rings for like 20 minutes after the show. Anyway. Okay. We'll enough, enough blah, blah, blah. Joe in Stouffville is going to be our first caller. Joe, good afternoon. Happy long weekend. Welcome to Consignment Heroes. Thank you very much. Uh, Paul, I've got two of these Coca-Cola swag lamps I've had since the 1980s. And I used them, but for the last 20, 25 years, they've just been in my crawl space. And I'm looking to get rid of them. Round or rectangular? They're six-sided. Okay, now these ones here that you've got, is it going to be, did you buy it new in 1970s? I used to to work at Coke. Oh, are they, okay, so there would have been something issued by them back then. That's correct, yeah. Okay, 
These lamps are they go for twenty, thirty, forty dollars. If I had one of my sale tomorrow, I'd be selling for thirty dollars, forty dollars, and people would buy it, but it would never go out in price really because it's from oh, the seventies. Okay. They made a lot, but because you worked at Coke, I'm hoping you have other stuff that you don't think, like some advertising. Uh, some other just literature, some magazines that people would have thrown away. See, your light, everyone would have saved, and then you put in you put in the crawl space. But everyone oh, okay. would have saved it because they paid. I think they were one twenty nine or something when you bought them. So you want like his golf shirt from the nineteen seventy yeah. uh, summer barbecue, that sort of stuff. No, you laugh at that. I'm going to go. I'm away not. From, I'm the one who suggested it. I'm going to go away from the coke thing from it. I know a person selling. You know the tour. You know when you go to a concert, all the tour jet. Ja- Tour shirts, the T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. He's selling them between a hundred and two hundred and fifty dollars each. Wow. Okay. You thought you paid a lot when you bought them, as long as you bought some of the register stuff. So I would want his Coke shirt from nineteen nine eight seventy nine. Okay. Because everyone would have thrown that. Everyone would have worn it. There's no new ones around. Yeah, a button or a pin or something that was a one-off. That yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. So Joe, that's probably the more valuable stuff. Oh, oh like I've got a Coke uh, raincoat. Now you're talking. Cool. Yeah. See, that's cool. Something, you never know. You know I, I mention this a lot in here. We The stuff that's sold in your big box stores, we're not so interested in if it's in the last 30, 40 years. But if you have something that was only available to employees, whether you're at Coke, IBM, or some of the big iconic names, that kind of stuff people collect, and they want to get the stuff that no one else could get. Okay? okay. So that stuff generally goes for a bit more money. And especially if it's in really nice condition, you never used it. You had a Coke jacket from 1969, and it wasn't your size. Your wife got it for you, and you put it away, and it's in brand new shape. I can get yeah. you one fifty, two hundred fifty dollars for that jacket. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you need to start scrounging through your own stuff to see if I'm you gonna have. have going to have to look around. <laughs> yeah, like a rare pen or something yeah. like that, or a Coca-Cola calculator that they gave you because you worked in the accounting department or something like that. Okay. The okay, more obscure well, is probably the better, and because I, you have the, you're the guy. You can connect it to the past. It's even better. I have one of those little uh, little rubber change um, things that uh, used to be on the counter. Uh, the 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 uh, customer would, would put their change on it, and the and the dealer would pick it up. You know, the little rubber thing. Yep, oh, eight uh, to fifteen dollars, and they sell because people collect Coke stuff, and this is okay. out of a store. Now you're getting my drift. Something that Coke would have given to the variety store. Something that right. Coke give to an employee. Something okay. that's not sold at the big box store where they made forty five million of them, and people yeah. bought them at Christmas time to give to people, like those little Coke trucks. No, they're six dollars. It'll be six dollars nineteen years from now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But that raincoat. Yeah. I want the raincoat. What color is the raincoat? Is it yellow? No, it's red. It's red. It's all red. Coke. Well, I just assume it was a yellow raincoat with a red insignia on it. And it's okay. got a it's got a square Coke patch on it. Yeah. Now that'd be good. Yeah. That's okay. what that's what all the Coke collectors are going to want. Something they go. Wait, how did you get your hands on this? You had to work for the company forty five years ago. Give me that. It was a giveaway back then. Oh, okay. Remember when yeah. we had the World Series here in Toronto, mm. and the waitresses and the waiters were wearing those World Series shirts when they were serving you, and they were only issued for the World Series? Okay. I paid 200 for one of those then. Really? Okay. I ended up getting 500 for it later. Wow. Because no one had them. Yeah. And I just got mad at Jay's one day and sold it. And, and some okay. things are just before their time, but uh, I know what you're saying with the lamps and Coca-Cola, because it's not like Coca-Cola is suddenly going it, to... It's not like it's never been in vogue to yeah. collect. So ev- everything that Coke's made has been s- stored away. Yeah. 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 
it's never been something like, oh, remember Coca-Cola? I happen to have an old red can. Isn't that throwback? No, everyone's got that stuff. Yeah, so, I have to open them from the bottom. Anyway, okay. Joe, thank you so much. And Michael from Pickering will be our next caller. Michael, how are you? Well, great, thank you. Have a uh, nice long weekend. Don't drink too much. Yeah. I'm working. <laughs> Haven't you been listening to the show? I worked yeah. all day yesterday. I'm working yeah. all day tomorrow. And yeah. guess what I'm doing right now? I'm working. So what does that no, mean? As if you're not loaded I, right now. I pay you the big bucks. Oh, um, yeah, right. Okay. Um, I'm kind of a sports memorabilia originally from the UK, as you can probably tell. I used to play soccer over there. Okay. And a very, a very dear friend of mine uh, was Sir Stanley Matthews, uh, probably the one most famous uh, uh, soccer player in the UK, if not in the world. Yeah. Um, and we did a lithiograph uh, presentation. Um, they're 16 by 22. They're all signed by Stan with a picture of me with him with the letters of authenticity, and I have 500 of them. Wow, now I can help you with this. You know, it's a shame that Bogey's not here today. I have a new grandson. Bogey had a new grandson, so he's he's working yeah. to the bone right now, his hands to the bone. But Bogart is the big soccer fan in our family. I'm a baseball really? and hockey guy and basketball. Bogey's right. a soccer. He's the one who went to the Arsenal game, mm-hmm. and he went to the, mm-hmm. the wrong side. Yeah. So, yeah, something like that would be interesting because anything that's um, – he, but he's still – well, you don't want to flood your own market would yeah. be my warning. If you've got 500 of anything, you want to be very careful they don't all hit the, same, the market in the same moment. Yeah, he signed them for me. Uh, in- oh, did we lose him? We Uh-oh. lost him. Our apologies. We hung up on you, man. And call I, back in. We, we'll call see back we in. Swap, I'd love to. Yeah. Yeah, I want to know more about this. We'll yeah. swap information because that's obviously something that's a little bit more specialized. Yes. Soccer fans. Yeah. They might, you know, they're, no, they're, they're, mil- they're vicious, right. vicious fans. But what I say, but we in Toronto, this is where my be- my expertise is. Expertise is we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world, and soccer's around the world. I like it. Our next caller is Vic, in Niagara. Vic, how are you? Hi, I'm doing fine today. And what do you have? Well, I have a letter that was sent by King George to my uncle, who was released from a POW camp in August of '45 in Hong Kong. Okay. Wow. And I just wondered about. What's it? What it's worth? Now, is it electro pen though? Yeah, uh, I believe it's handwritten with uh, pen and ink. Mm. The, the, actually, the letter itself is hand typed. You can tell that. Yeah, but it's signed uh, George V or whatever. Yeah. Okay. I'd have to see it now. I don't know this letter. I'd have to look. But if it's something from a POW camp, because it was so many issued I'm, by the thousand, issued yeah. by the thousands. Yeah. Uh, you got to figure the king's not going to sit down there and sign these all individually, even though these people are some people are giving their the ultimate sacrifice. Yep. Uh, but um, they used an electro pen. In fact, they used an electro pen right back to Queen Victoria. Okay, now there are, if you get something that was signed particularly by the king exactly, and maybe in special circumstances, that would be a good item. But yep. I believe it's going to be electro pen. It's still probably okay. worth $50, $75. But if it was actually signed by the king, I'm thinking you're going to be three, four, five hundred dollars $500 because they didn't sign that much. Well, I was going to say, if it, was, if it was his own hand, it would yeah. change because most would not be. So now this would be a one yeah. in probably twenty or 30,000 item because these letters would have gone to many, 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 many men. Yeah. So the first thing is, is an authentic signature and then you go from there. Yes. Right, yeah. but the odds of that, not to diminish anyone's efforts, obviously, are, are probably very low. you got to right. remember, if he's got to issue... that. Yeah. 
Okay. Now, here's how we would check that. I'm just going to go in a little bit for one second. I don't want to bore everyone out there, but we would find if we find two or three other same letters, if the uh, if the uh, autograph the sign sign is exactly the same, then we know it's almost the auto uh, the, the auto pen. Right. If it varies a bit, then it might be something different. Okay? You have a case, yeah. So we have to do a little bit of work, and I can't do it here. I have to have yours in hand and have some other samples in hand and go from there. Or well, that makes sense. We get it authenticated by there is the people who will come up and authenticate it um, from the states, JSA. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right, Vic. Thanks for your call, man. Thank you very much. We're well, going to uh, take a quick little break. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. If you have a rare or interesting item or a collection of something, and you're curious about its value, maybe it's coins, maybe it's jewelry, maybe it's an old shoe collection from a bowling alley in 1967. I'm reaching. I'm just trying to think of new things. Uh, <laughs> the number is four one six. Uh, uh, 416-360-0740 416-360-0740 We'll be right back The following is a paid program Hi, Paul Kenny here Consignment Hero Boxes are truly amazing things They come in all shapes and sizes And they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Zoomer. Zoomer. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio, here in studio with the star of the show, Paul Kenny. You know him from Storage Wars Canada and A&E's Northern Treasures. Our next caller is, uh, we're going to go back to Michael and Pickering, who we hung up on. Michael, how are you? Michael, you're back? Yeah. Sorry about um, that. That was our fault. No problem. Yeah, I have that stuff. Uh, as I say, it was all personally signed by Stan um, before that World Cup. And uh, I also have some other uh, some uh, memorabilia from 1966 World Cup final, which I attended between England and West Germany. But but Stan was an icon, mm-hmm. and um, um, as I say, he signed every single one. And he was old when he did it. And when he, he died about in 2002, I, and I went to the service, and he was a fabulous man. I have him here, and I've. What do I do with them? Okay. I look at them and fantasize? <laughs> no, 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 no. We can. You are exactly who we help in this world, okay? Yeah. You've yeah. got a problem, and we can help you two ways. Either we can do it ourselves, or we'll set you in the right path. But in this yeah. case here, um, let's see. I don't know if Stanley was a good signer. Like, you've got a guy like Ken Dryden, hates yeah. signing stuff. So what happens, his autograph goes up in price because he never yeah. signed anything. Yeah. Stanley, if he signed a lot of stuff... Yes, There's a did. lot of stuff out there. Yeah. Then we're we're going to be uh, depending on what your piece is and how we yeah. market it. Okay. And yeah. if there's only 500 of them, he's been yeah. passed for a while. He is one of the greatest soccer players. But if something is not going to sell so well over here, 
Yeah. Even though soccer's really, or should I say football, is really catching on over here, it's yeah. going to sell around the world. There's going to be people liking that, okay? Now, have you yeah. got a letter of authenticity to go with it? Yeah. Oh. They're all numbered, too. Okay. So it's done really properly. I've kept what? them. They're in a nice area. They're all covered over. Perfect. And now, what you got to do now... As clear as anything. Okay, what you got to do now is hang on and give your number to, and I'll get, we'll talk about this after the show because a lot of our listeners, this is very interesting, but let's give them an update two weeks from now of what we've done. So you call me at the store or I'll call you. My number is 647-737-4653, or you'll give your number to Joshua here and I will get a hold of you. Okay? Let me just clear up what just happened. You almost gave your personal number again. Again, I know. So the store's number is not 647. The store's number is 905-737-GOLD. But good, I hope, hope you've learned your lesson. You can't just give your personal cell phone number out on a radio station. I do. I, I know, mind. but then your phone will explode in the middle of the night. Yes, anyway, okay. Uh, 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. You call that number during regular work week hours, and uh, the staff at a store will get in touch with you. The store is located at 10,341 Young Street. That's in Richmond Hill, right on Young Street, north of Major McKenzie. Uh, our next caller, thank you, Michael and Pickering. Our next caller will be Eric in Toronto. Eric is on line four. How are you, man? Hello, how are you? Happy long weekend. What do you got? Um, I My mother used to work for Lester B. Pearson. Wow, okay. And uh, she, uh, she has uh, like she passed away about five years ago, and uh, she has uh, like letter exchanges with Lester B. Pearson, wishing her a happy wedding from when they when my parents got married in 1950. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, also, uh, my mother was a medical technologist, and she has on slides she has Lester B. Pearson's blood. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if we can sell that. You know, okay. and. And Lester B. Pierce, an honest winner of the Pulitzer Prize, mm. Peace Prize, mm-hmm. okay, a fantastic human being, and helped, I think he was the Prime Minister, uh, him and Diefenbaker used to go back and forth, and then we had Mr. Trudeau, okay. Uh, now, an autographed piece by Pearson, but probably in the area of, a, if they're on letters, maybe uh, $250, $350. They're Christmas cards and handwritten letters. and Yeah, depending what the pieces are. Uh, they'll be anywhere between a hundred to three hundred and fifty dollars, because he's a prime minister. People collect prime minister, but he is relatively new. He's up, you know, in one of the recent ones. Yes, it is. It's weirdly too a little too soon. But you got to remember, like Eric, if, if I were to tell you, like, who is the ultimate collector? Who's going to pay the most money for this stuff? It's probably going to be you. Yeah, well. If you didn't own these items and you walked in my store and be like, yeah. okay, you want a Lester B. Pearson autograph? <laughs> I have a letter from him to your mother. How much are you willing to pay now? Right? I know. Now, what no, I would... I, I'm just curious, but no, I, I'm keeping them because I want to show them to my son, too, and stuff Hundreds like that. and hundreds and okay. hundreds of dollars, yeah. yeah. But uh, for family value, maybe priceless. Yeah, now, what, you know something, though? Here's another thing, and we talk about this all the time on the show. Tell him the story. Make sure that you've written down the story as you're remembering it now. Like you said, that he sent you this in 1950. Even some of it's self-explanatory. Make sure, I tell a lot of people who talk to me, if you're not going to sell it to me and you want to give it to your kids, you just want to have a value, but tell them the story. Tell them why you think it has this value. Okay? Right. Well, that, that, that I've been doing, but I just have to wait until he jumps out of that millennial year. 
Uh, no, no. Okay. I know what he's talking about because I I worry about that too. When you're like, tell them the story because some you know your your parents tell you and you tell your kids. You're like, oh, and one day I met the president. They go, I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean anything, right? So okay. you're gonna have to sell them the story. Is what you're gonna don't just tell them. Make sure they and you have to write it down. I tell people write it down. It's no shame in writing it down. People don't do enough writing. Well, let them. How about type it? Can we at least jump to the year 2000 and okay, maybe so- email it to them? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Or you want, like, handwritten with a feather quill? Yes, okay, <laughs> I would do that. Then I'd sell my feather quill. Thank you uh, very much. All right, thanks for your call, Eric. Our next caller, and if you have a rare or interesting item and uh, you're curious about its value, maybe you want to sell something, maybe you want to sell the contents of an entire house, because that's something that Paul Kenny is in the middle of and does yeah. quite often is estate sales. And uh, sometimes these are houses that were basically owned by hoarders, not in a negative way, just people yeah. who collect a lot and they collect it all the way to the uh, ceiling. That's sometimes what happens. Uh, If that's the case, if you need to clear out a house and get it prepped to sell or whatever the case is, you're downsizing, you can give him a call at his office. His store location is 10,341 Young Street. That's on Young in Richmond Hill, just north of Major McKenzie. And the phone number is 905-737-4653. That's 905-737-4653. Brenda in Burlington is our next caller. Brenda, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Not bad. And what do you have? Well, I don't have a question. A friend just called me all excited about someone who had called into the program and talked about uh, things that they had in this house full of furniture and knitting machines and sewing machines, but she didn't quite get the address. Oh, that's our fault. We weren't. It's 20 Crockett Street in Hamilton. 20 Crockett. And And I'm going to mention it again. It's on tomorrow. We'll be there at 8 o'clock. There's, there's knitting stuff, and I I know a lot of stuff, a lot of things about a lot of stuff, but I know nothing about knitting. Well, okay. that's what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah, we have, there's knitting little circle things, there's knitting machines, there's wool, there's yarn, there's there's those long needles that, whatever they're called. <laughs> there, there, there's a lot of those. I, I just wasn't a knitter, I'm sorry. And okay. um But that's we have, a, and, and books on knitting. If you don't know how to knit, there's books on knitting. So, Absolutely. Yeah, fair or enough. You if find you, a friendly person who will knit for you. If we, if you're just tuning in, uh, what has happened this weekend is that uh, a big estate sale from yesterday was essentially rained out. It wasn't rained out, but it was calmed down, became very quiet because of the rain. Yeah. So because of the long weekend, Paul Kenny is adding a bonus day to tomorrow, Monday, to continue the estate sale, hopefully with much better weather. It's yeah. in Hamilton. The address is 20 Crockett Street. Yeah. So you can just pump okay. that into your GPS. The party begins at 8 a.m. It's a long Until? weekend. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Go get some stuff. What do they have again? You said you sold a bunch of sewing machines. They have knitting machines. You mentioned oh, I still they have, have sewing machines toys. left. I still have some left. Okay, I so Brenda, how many sewing machines we got you down for? I have you down for seven right now. Seven <laughs> or eight? You want eight? <laughs> I've got rain barrels. I got toys. I got what kind of action. toys? What kind of toys? Star Just Wars and action stuff. Action figures. I got puzzles. I got a whole room of puzzles. I mean, really, I got puzzles for fifty pieces, up to two thousand pieces. And I people want this. those. This is like 50... You couldn't put all these puzzles together if you worked on them for five years. Okay. Okay? Um, I, I have uh, uh, tchotchkes. I have furniture. I have... Um, there's so much to list. I mean, records, comics, uh, sports cards. Oh, you I said mean, prints. Lots of wall prints. Oh, prints. Print, yeah. I got prints starting at a dollar. I got frames starting at a dollar. If you buy more of it... And what is the best thing about tomorrow? The more you buy, the better deal you can get from me. Like big, I want. I'm gonna have to wear a T-shirt tomorrow saying "Buy big bulky stuff." Okay. <laughs> so I'll see you there. You, what are the terms? Do you have to pay cash or? 
I take cash with proper ID, but you sound like a sweet lady. I'm going to even take a check from you. How's that? Perfect. If you promise that to buy awesome. enough, how, how's that? Okay? Awesome. Okay. I will see you tomorrow. Okay. Thank All right. Pay. So, again, okay. the estate sale continues tomorrow in Hamilton 20 Crockett Street or Avenue. I forget which. Street. 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 Okay, Up great. by the hospital. 8 a.m. You'll be there clearing out the contents of a massively yeah. packed house from a major, major big-time collector. <sighs> Uh, our next caller is going to be Anna Lynn in East Gwillenberry. Anna Lynn, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Pretty good. And what do you have? I have a true mid-century bedroom set that my parents bought for me at the art shop in 1955. It's solid wood. Solid? Solid wood. Uh-oh. What, we just lost her? She's on line three. She's still there. How you doing? Anna Lynn, sorry, are you back? Can we call up line three again, please? Pardon me? Hi, oh. sorry, we dropped out on you. That's our fault. Yeah. Oh. All I heard was art over? shop. I yeah. have a mid-century bedroom set yep. from the art shop that was bought in 1955 that my parents bought me. It's a double bed. Yep. The headboard, inside the headboard, it's got... Um, a design of gray and white, and I have an end table and a chair. And I was wondering if it's worth anything and who would buy it. it if it's made by a certain designer, I don't know, Art Shop had a lot of high-end stuff. Mm. Your teak and your uh, Danish stuff is selling very well. 1955, I'd have to see Do you it. have a make on it? Or a picture? Uh, uh, no, it's, uh, right now it's being stored at my cousin's house because I don't have room. Is it nice? Is it generally nice? I mean, if you look at it now, do you go, oh, that's kind of smart looking stuff, or no? Well, it is nice, but it's, you know, it's a, for me, it's out of style. Okay. Mm. It's style for somebody, and that's what we'll do. We'll trade it. Someone else will appreciate this. Send me a picture to my store, which is at sales at Toronto Gold Silver. Oh, you can't. It's in storage. You know, I have to go see it, but if you have other stuff at the same time, because I'll go up to East Gwillimberry, even though I Gwillimberry, yeah. I can't, I can't say it or spell it. It's East Gwillimberry, but the, the set is actually in Thornhill. You don't have to go that far. Okay. So you want me to send you a picture of it? Yeah, sure. it'd, be, it'd be neat. I mean, um, the art shop has been, I mean, the one that, that I know of, you know, Young and Edmonton, oh, no, they, they tore it down. It's about to become big, giant, expensive condos. They're moved over. They're moved in the design district. Oh, I know, but probably when this one was bought, it might have been that location. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. it was on Young Street. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking about, Young and Eglinton. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So they yes. just tore it down to build massive condos. Hey, um, I remember, right. so when I was moving once, I was like, oh, I like this couch. I saw it from the outside. It was like a nice leather uh, sectional couch. I was like, okay, let's go into the art shop. Some of the stuff is reasonable. And that couch, I think the price tag before tax was $14,500. Yeah. This is, who shops here? So yeah, maybe what you have is something very, very expensive, and maybe it stand, stood the test of time. Oh, we have... Like some of the mid-century, we have a lamp in our store right now, mid-century. You look at it, if you didn't know it was signed by Mark Arrow, you would think this is a $100 lamp. It's $8,000. Sure. It's a good yeah. lamp. Wow. No, yeah, it's still good. Really? No, I don't have one of those. Well, all of your uh, your uh, books, will, all your newspapers will look a lot more interesting under this lamp. Thank you very okay. much. Okay. Thank okay, you. so the answer is we don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. Uh, next caller is going to be Rob, and he's calling from Port Credit. Rob, how are you? Yes, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. And I've, what do you have? I've got a few items here, but I'll stick to the ones that are most important. I've got a very old Pepsi-Cola bottle 
that was made in Montreal. It says 10 fluid ounces. It says sparkling Pepsi Cola. And it says on the back, it says Pepsi Cola Company of Canada Limited, Montreal, Quebec, contains 10 fluid ounces. What makes you think? Okay, so how old do you think it is? I'd say it's at least at least uh, 60, 60, 70 years old. All right, well, that's not that old. That's not old yeah. with Pepsi. I'm so sorry. that's not old. No. Because uh, a lot, okay, it's glass. Yeah. And a lot, when they switched over, a lot of those glasses, they kept them out. Uh, what is good with your Pepsi will be your enamel signs, uh, a push bar that goes on the door. You know the push bars that were on the variety store? Right. About two feet long, about uh, three inches uh, wide. Those are going for two, three, four hundred dollars Your bottles, though, a lot of people saved them. And was, I can't remember the last time I didn't go into a barn where they didn't have 50 bottles. And it might be uh, Mountain Dew, Pepsi, Coke, you know, hires. Some of, if some of the old defunct... Uh, um, pop companies, but Pepsi's still out there, and a lot of people do save them. It's probably worth about five dollars. Woohoo! You know, but it's, uh, no, it's nothing, nothing. But it's <laughs> sit tight, sit tight. You know, Pepsi's going to be around a while, but yeah, yeah a nineteen sixties bottle wouldn't. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it, it what eighteen ninety eight Brad's drink. Yeah, yeah, it was a you know like an elixir to help with digestion. You know, it's always some sort of uh, snake oil pitch to it. Yeah, so it's a very very old label. Yeah, I, I also have like a. A diamond ring. I want to sell the diamond. Is it possible to sell sell diamonds? I have the actual yes. Burke's sterling silver diamond ring pillbox here. Okay, hold what on. What do you mean? Is it a diamond in a ring? You want to pull out the diamond? Well, a ring. the ring itself is worth nothing, right? It's, it's the diamond in the ring that's worth something. Not uh -oh. if it's Burke's. I mean, that wouldn't that be better as a... Oh, no. He's got two different things. Oh. One, he's got the little the little sterling ring box. Yeah. Oh, now, those okay. are worth, even though most dealers will give you like $10, $20 for them, uh, we sell them for between seventy-five and one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Really? Yes. Now, do you know why Burke stopped making those? They cost them four hundred dollars each to make, and they stopped making them for that reason. Okay. But people collect them, and people, if you're getting married, nothing better than to give your um, a fiance a ring in that little box, and that's why they still sell. But there's no sense in taking your diamond out of the ring unless it's a certain amount of gold. It's better to leave it in there. Have like we have, we have a gemologist at our place, and he'll tell you if the, if the setting is too old and not good, and the diamond's a nice diamond, yes, take the diamond out, and you might just keep it and reset it. But the, your gold will have a certain price. Don't do two things. Don't do here. Don't take this ring out by yourself. Have a professional do it, because if you chip the ring, you're going to wreck the ring. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't going to, but I just thought that the ring itself was not worth anything to anybody. No, no, no. It's going to be worth... No, 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 no. The ring doesn't take away value. We're not going to tell you this diamond is worth $5,000 because it's in a ring. It's only worth 4000 It's only one carat, I think. That's it's it. one carat. Okay, now we have to... What we have to do here is what we tell all of our clients. We get it appraised to protect you and to protect us. We get make find out what color it is, what cut it is, and the clarity of it, okay? And you have to done, get it done by a real... Uh, appraiser, not a guy who comes in and the first question he asks you is how much do you want to have it appraised for? You want to know exactly what it's worth, okay? And what's going to happen if it's a one carat and he's going to appraise it around $15,000, you are only going to get around fifteen. you will get around $4,000 is the realistic selling price on that ring, okay? Welcome to the world of jewelry appraisal. Yeah, no, it's just kind of weird. If it was a five-carat ring worth 50000 you might get thirty-five. It goes up in percentages, okay? But what you want to do here first is get appraised. You can bring it into our shop. We'll send it off to get appraised. It takes a couple of days, and you'll come back, and you'll say, here's what the appraised value is, and then you start thinking about selling it or keeping it.
but find out what it's yeah. worth. Okay, I'm I'm an appraiser. I know a lot of stuff about a lot of things, but I'm not a gemologist, and that's who you need right now. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's a bit. You're going to have to do a little bit of legwork on it, but it'll be worth it if you get a true value and all. Unless you need money now, Rob. Unless you owe people money and they're going to hurt you. I just don't think it's worth anything to me. Why? Oh, oh no, no. I see. Yeah, no, I, I'm totally. Yeah, I agree with you, Rob. Yeah, no, no, but I want. It's a two-step process. If it's one carrot, it's going to be worth money. We have to do the clarity, and let's let's do the. It's it's worth the time. It's not a fifty dollar item. Okay. I need a new bathroom. <laughs> Come and nice. see me. Come and see me tomorrow. We'll get a praise. We can either do it on consignment or we'll buy it outright from you. How's that? You've got the best show. Thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> wait, wait, I haven't bought it from you yet. No, <laughs> I, I truly mean that. Thank you. Yeah, so Thanks. he's got to pick the finishings of his bathroom. He wants a slab granite uh, backsplash for the shower. He okay. wants heated tile. So you got to take care of him, okay? Okay, I will. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live and taking your phone calls. If you own a rare or interesting item or a collection of something, maybe old memorabilia or gold, silver coins or old plates, fancy schmancy plates with gold trim, you want to know what they're worth, you can call this show right now and get a real-time market value. The star of the show is Paul Kenny. You know him from Storage Wars Canada and A&E's Northern Treasures, as well as this show, Consignment Heroes. 416-360-0740 is our number. We'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls, just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff at Southworks Antiques in Cambridge. Open every day of the year. Zoomer. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live, and our phone number is 416-360-0740. Somebody called in and said, give me the number that you call in for the, uh, you know, let me click a picture and I can email it to you. You can give me an assessment through email, and that number is. So if you have a rare item you want Paul to get a look at, what you do is snap a picture. The easiest way to do it is with your phone. Click your phone, and then just send the email to this address. Sales at TorontoGoldSilver.com. Yep. Sales at TorontoGoldSilver.com. And, but I know what you're going to say. I know. I know. Can I tell the story? Because it's funny. It's okay. a good one. So we say that every weekend. And we say, hey, listen, maybe you need to clean out your entire three-story house. You need to sell this thing, move on with your life. And we, you've had the case where you've come into work and the computers are basically shut down, overloaded, because people will send you... Arguably too many photos. Somebody sent you 95 photos, high-resolution photos of yes. an entire house, floor to ceilings. It was everything. Yeah. And I said, I would have gotten the, the, the drift right away, and but we helped them. Okay, good. But just a, just a photo or two will do. And no matter yeah. how extensive the collection, it's just to make contact. But yeah, yeah. you can, yeah, 95 high-res photos, that's a problem. It yeah. filled up everything. It was like... <laughs> 
My guy says, what happened? Okay. <laughs> All right, Bonnie in Mississauga. She's on line two. She's our next caller. Bonnie, how are you? Bonnie's on line two. Bonnie's Hello. with us. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. Um, I have Jerry Lee Lewis um, show dinner tickets at the Skyline, a pair of those from way back in, I think, 74 or 94. I don't have my proper glasses on, sorry. I have a bunch of pictures that were taken from the front table of him, even with a guitar, which I didn't realize that he played. But uh, I also have um, a Sun stereo cassette. Okay. And a bunch of vinyls and so on and so forth. Um, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, you didn't get his autograph when you were there, right? Eh? No. Ah. Ticket stubs are very, very... Well, the best one for ticket stubs usually are Elvis, your Beatles, stuff like that. Like an El a Beatles at, um, on the uh, Ed Sullivan Show, you actually had to have a ticket to get in. I, we sold one for $800 just for the ticket stub. Yeah. didn't even say the Beatles on it. And, but, but, um, but the other thing I'll point out is that the Beatles have broken up. Elvis is dead. Most of the Beatles are dead. No, Jerry, talking Jerry Lee Lewis. Who is still alive. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, even yeah, the movie, remember Great alive. Balls of Fire with yeah. uh, Dennis Quaid or whatever? Yeah. I think it sends, he's like, he's still around, he doesn't command the audience that he did, but he's playing in a town near you. And I think he's still out. Yes, and he is playing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. That, that, see, I learned something today. Yeah. I, I learned from my clients at my garage sale yesterday, I'm learning something today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Uh, the original pictures will be good. Like, I've got some uh, original pictures from the Beatles were here for their press conference. They were like $700 because they're not published. Mm. Okay, and if you've got pictures you took with your own camera? Yes, they were taken by my friend's camera, yeah. Okay. And unfortunately, it was the old days of 127 films and 110, so they'd have to be lightened up a little bit to get a better... Even oh, yeah. It's in the front row. What Paul's saying is that they never made it to a magazine no, where somebody no, has no. purchased the rights or something no, like that. Not into yeah. that. No, no. No, so I'm going to be collecting that for sure. Keep the ticket stubs with the film, with the pictures, okay? Mm -hmm. As a package, a pa and if you're not going to sell it to me, make sure you write down this story for somebody so someone knows it later if you're going to give it to somebody because this is an interesting story. Now, but the picture and the package together were probably worth two, three hundred dollars, depending on what the pictures look like. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, about, because people like that sun? stuff. What huh? about the Sun cassette, which is anything by the Sun? I have a few things by the Sun, but for Jerry Lee Lewis, I would imagine the Sun cassette even would be a... What's a Sun cassette? cassette. You're losing... Oh, you don't know oh, either. Okay. It, I don't it know. was done in the Sun. It was done... It was done in Nashville with uh, at the Sun, the, sun um, Recording Studio, which is the... Oh, yeah, I know them from 78s. I didn't know they did cassettes. Did they do cassettes? Yes, I, I was sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would have okay. to check that. Very, okay. very specific collector market there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And but, not th these dinner show tickets. Can you imagine seeing him for thirty dollars a ticket? Hey, I, yes, I can. Yes. Yeah. As in the seventies, wow. it's a lot of money. Wow. Wow. No, I. You know that uh, we had um, Buddy Guy at the Isabella, seven dollars and fifty cents. Okay. He played in a room for eighty-eight people. Wow. All right. Seven dollars and fifty cents. That's why I first learned <laughs> about scalping. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you much. Thank you, Bonnie. Okay, just me. I just had one more thing. Sure. Uh -huh. You were talking last week about the v, the VCSs, um, that, and you were talking about all, if they're still available or are they're still valuable or not. Because I have things like uh, the JFKs um, still wrapped up in plastic. That the, the two part one, which of you're talking about collecting. What's a v, v VHS? VHS instead of uh, they had beta VHS, then went to DVD, and now you got CDs. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So the VHS, some of them would be something like that on the JFK assassination. Yeah, maybe, but because they didn't reprint it. Okay. 
All right. This is what would make this good. Fair enough. Let's go to Al in Oshawa on line four. Al in Oshawa, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, thanks. And yourself? Pretty good. What do you got, man? A national cash register dated from 1913 with a bill of sale on it. A national cash register. Big brass one? Yeah, Tiffany. Okay, now how big is it? it, Can you lift it by yourself? Uh, It's pretty damn heavy, but yeah. Okay, either very strong or this is a small one. Okay. No, Uh, it's a a dollar, like it's from a candy store. It's a dollar. Okay. And 1913 National, they would be worth about 2000 if they're brass. Yeah. They're perfectly working, but it's a hard sell and they're hard to ship. Okay. It's one of those things that at Christie, I would probably be able to sell something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because someone will take it and then I'll give it to the person who goes around and picks them up to, for delivery. But uh, they'll sell anywhere between 500 and 2000 depending on how it's working and which, which model it is, how good the brass is, how shined up it is, and all that, okay? Al, how did you get your hands on this? Was it Were you a bandit? You robbed banks when you were younger, and you grabbed this one? How did, how did you end up with this item? No, I got it uh, well, quite a few years ago as a surprise for my wife. <laughs> that, oh, okay. <laughs> what were you surprised here for? Yeah, well, she was always, as a child, she loved the uh, cash register, and oh. she wanted one, so... <laughs> what did you pay for it? Uh... Less than what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's yeah, good news. No, no, they're good. No, no, they've appreciated. But this is an item that at, at some place like the Christie auction, which is happening next Saturday. Yeah. Uh, this would be people would be buzzing with this. You got ten thousand people to walk around, get excited, see it, yeah. touch it, get cash together, and start bidding on it. I don't know if you yeah. want to consign it. Or would you take it. a consignment item to yeah. Christie's? I would I do that. The registration the number and the size and everything else on it to finish. It's funny you ask. Someone called me during this the, this week at the store and asked me about a cash register as well. They didn't have the model number on it, but they said it was an early number. But it probably, that's why I have this information in my hands. That they yep. sell up to about two thousand dollars. When they but look, but they're good. hard to ship, as you can appreciate, right? Yeah. But you have to crate it up. I'm sorry. You have to crate this up to ship it. That's or what hand deliver it yeah, yourself. Or hand yeah. deliver it. Yeah. All right, Al. Thanks for your phone call. Thank you. Our next caller is Jenny in Brampton. Jenny, how are you? I'm good, thanks. And what do you have? I have a 1920 mahogany sleigh bed that my in-laws bought when they came to Canada from England. It has like a rope um, spring. Yep. Is there any value to that? What's a rope spring? Help me with this. Well, it, it's instead of a spring like you get on a bed. I know now they have box ropes. springs. But this oh, I got you. Instead of a box spring. with rope. Gotcha. Okay, okay, yep. Now, it's on one, It's a genuine sleigh bed for sure. Well, it was purchased in 1920. It, uh, it well, it's a sleigh bed. Okay, we. I had the design. You're yeah. asking about the make. I had a sleigh bed from about 1780 to 1800, and I ended up getting 700 for it. Right. I thought it would go for a lot more. Right. Um, if yours was bought new in 1920, then that's a recent one. It would probably sell for 150 to 250. Uh, because it, uh, it's a single bed, and that's where they this only is use a double protect- bed. Is it a double? Okay. Yeah, it's a double bed. And um, but if it's an antique one, they will sell, and it, you, it depends on what the finish is. Well, it's got a nice finish, as I say. It's solid mahogany. It's very heavy. Mahogany or oh, okay. It's mahogany. Hmm. That's actually worse. I'd rather be in a bird's eye maple or something like that. But okay. Why? Um, is there just, a reason? Just the look. A okay. Lighter, gotcha. Lighter. Yeah, yeah. You know, mahogany's a very dark wood. Probably uh, going to come back eventually. Yeah. Yeah. 
what we're saying right now, and this is this is unfortunately, is a lot of brown furniture is not selling so well. Mm. And in a bed, you're going to want it's actually people with the mattresses. People want the doubles and stuff like this. And singles will still do, but they'll use them mainly as couches now. Okay, but probably a hundred, hundred fifty, two hundred dollars, and that'd be it. Unless it's something really special, and we're yeah. overlooking some really great detail about it. You know, that it yeah. was made by somebody special. Yeah, send it in to you. Send me a yeah. picture and we'll go from there, but don't be planning a vacation about the money with the money I'm going to give you for it. Okay? <laughs> well, a small a local vacation. Yeah. yeah. Niagara Falls. To McDonald's and the movies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So listen, Alrighty. uh what you, you can very much. Okay, and uh, if you're listening and you're in a similar position, you go, I I think there's more to this story. I want to send a photo. You can click a picture with your phone, send it to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. So just click the picture with your phone and then, you know, link it to your email. Sales at torontogoldsilver.com is where you send it. Send a minimum of 95 no, high-res no, photos. No. no, okay, don't do that. Uh, our next caller is Doug in Barrie. Doug, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Pretty good. What do you have? I got a few items. Uh, one, one is uh, 25 years of Playboy magazines. Many of them in the later years didn't even get the mailing envelope torn open. Okay. Uh, all the pictures, everything's perfect, in perfect shape. What we year never, did you start? I don't care when you ended. I what year did you start? I think it would be somewhere around 60. Uh, 1960s, actually. Still better. No, it's better, but uh, before 64. And what you want is 54 to fit to 59. Uh, Marilyn was on the first one. Uh, Jane Mansfield was in them. Uh, the Playboys still sell the early issues. Uh, Marilyn just sells. Sell, Marilyn, the first issue of Playboy sell for about 2,500. If it's in good shape, uh, right. the other issues. But you get to nineteen sixty, they're about four or five dollars each. Uh, you get past sixty three, a dollar, and then the shipping is caught, is prohibitive on them. Okay? But this is another case, and I don't know what I'm talking about. But like, uh, I, I feel like this has been a well known fact for Playboy that the early ones, the first decade, are, are worth the most. And even over the over the years on this show, people call in and go, "I got these Playboys." You go, "Ah, oh, dollar junk them, whatever." Eventually, there will be a tipping point, and they will be worth something. So maybe it's just too soon to sell a vintage Playboy from the '60s. Maybe it's maybe yeah. its market is twenty or thirty years down the road. You know what's funny? Okay, but they they also take a lot of room, and they're heavy. Yes. <laughs> well, that's the other uh, thing. People another... have a major. It's like National Geographic, right? People collect national. They have boxes and boxes of National Geographic. And you almost don't have the heart to tell them, like, listen, not only have you wasted your life storing these things, now you got to lift them up the stairs and get them out of there because they're not worth anything. No, no, the first ten, first 20 years of National that's, Geographic. That's what I'm saying. Same idea. Yeah, same, same idea. Because they made them for many, 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 many yeah. more years. It's kind of funny. When we do households and if someone, say the husband passed on 20 years earlier, they'll sanitize the house before I come over. So all the dirt's. We call the dirts, the nuggets, the dudes, the playboys. If they oh, did collect them, yeah. they'll now be gone. Now, playboys, like nuggets, there are other ones that came out around the same time in the late 50s. Nugget, dude, gent, they actually still sell $10, 15 20 $30 each. Mm -hmm. But the playboys, because they took right off, yep. there's, there's too many of them around. And people saved them where they didn't. The other men's magazines, they didn't save as much. They weren't as high quality. So they said, well, this won't be collectible. And they, yeah. Yeah, I see. That makes sense. Yeah. I think it was Jack Kuravak. I can't, I can never pronounce his last name. He was one of the first beatniks. Yeah. Wrote in, I think he was in Nugget or Dude. Those go for $100 each type of thing. Yeah. If we can get them. But we should all say old fishing magazines are good. Old um, uh, hunting magazines. Old fishing lures as well. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but 10, 15,000. But I want to tell them, I only got a minute here. I want to make sure people go to our garage sale. They go to Christie next week. 
Remember last week? Last year we went to uh, my friend at Clapperson's Corners, which yep. is now he's moved off the route a bit. He's a little bit north of the dinosaurs. He's about 100 feet north of the dinosaurs on Highway 6. So after you go to Cla- after you go to Christie, if you're going up to Southworks, you can go along there and go up to Southworks. Dinosaurs? There's dinosaurs on Highway 6. If you if you ever went to the country, you would see this. I know everyone there all know, the time. Everyone knows the dinosaurs on Highway Literally 6. Literally statues. Yes, they're yes, 50 I know. feet high. Okay, but I'm just saying that people go, what do you mean dinosaurs? My I'm friend's you place ex- is right next to that. Gotcha, yes. So okay. I want people to go. This is important. I want people to go to 20 Crockett tomorrow. I want them to go to Christie Z35 next week. Christie on... Uh, the Christie auction in Dundas is next yeah. Saturday. Tomorrow there's a, another estate sale. Yep. Goes Monday in Hamilton, 20 Crockett. A special thanks to show producer Joshua Barbeau. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.